0: Okay, so we will begin Canto 5, chapter 14 We had done till uh, verse 10, so now we will begin from verse 11 Sometimes the conditioned soul is very aggrieved by the chastisement of his enemy and government servant who uses harsh words against him directly or indirectly At that time his heart and ears become saddened. Such chastisement may be compared to the sounds of owls and cricket So in the normal life what happens to a human being is not every time is a, is a sunday No, so every time it will be monday tuesday and all so he has to go through various stages like sometimes it is happiness sometimes it is sadness sometimes people talk nonsense about him they speak a lot of bad words he's chastised in front of his friends of friends relatives government officials government officials when you don't pay tax or when you don't attend to something which is related to the government naturally they are going to come and they will say something so the same thing happens with Rahu Gana this is basically during that time and now we are moving ahead so some such chastisements may be compared to the sounds of owls and cricket owls and cricket the owl is hooting isn't it and cricket it makes a lot of noise so it is something like that person has to go through this Due to his pious activities in previous life, the conditioned souls attends material facilities in his life. But when they are finished, he takes shelter of wealth and riches, which cannot help him in the life or the next. Because of this, he approaches the living dead who process these things. Such people are compared to impure trees, creepers and poisonous wells. So at such point in that, see, uh, in his previous life, this particular soul has done something nice so he gets a certain benefits. But those benefits are temporal. They do not last for a long time. So after some time, what happens? All these benefits go away. So he has to run after material benefits once again. So what does he do? He goes and earns money. He wants more and more. He wants bigger houses, bigger cars, bigger this thing, bigger that thing. Running after literally everything in this world. So he approaches the living dead who possess these things. Who are the living dead? Living dead means what? See, there are two kinds of people in this world, one is those who are called, they come from the dev, okay, the dev gun as we call it, rakshas gun, so these are two kinds of people. Now dev gun and rakshas gun are basically the pious type and the impious type. The impious type are the people who have a lot of money, they have a lot of fame, name and all those kinds of things. The pious type are those who do not have any name, money or anything like that. They have very little to sustain themselves. Very, very simple people they are. And they have become pious by remembering the Divine Lord. Whereas the impious people, they are running after material worldly things. So these are the kind of people that are said, these are the living dead. Who possess these things, they possess these kinds of things. Possession is also a part of what we say. Now, if you remember, we had said that the ghost also possesses some things. Like you will find that they you will find that the people will say, no, oh, there is a ghost in the tree. There is a ghost in this place, and there's a ghost. So it is possession, isn't it? So in the same way, these impious souls they also possess a certain places, certain people, and certain things. So they are called the impure trees, the creepers and the poisonous wells. So these are the people who are responsible for putting other people down. Sometimes to mitigate distress in the forest of the material world, the conditioned soul receives cheap blessings from atheists. He then loses all intelligence in their association. This is exactly like jumping in a shallow river. As a result, one simply breaks his head. He is not able to mitigate the sufferings from the heat and in both ways he suffers. The misguided soul also approaches so-called sadhus and swamis who preach against the principles of the Vedas. He does not receive benefits from them either in the present or in the future. So what he does, this particular person who has lost his way in the material world goes to those kind of people. First is the impious people like I told you in the previous slide. Now in this what does he do? He goes to atheist. Atheists are those people who do not believe in God, their basic aim in life is to attain something in this world, to attain riches, prosperity, money, fame, power, all those kind of people. They are atheists because they believe that they are the only ones who can achieve it by their own grit and strength. People who believe in their own powers of their mind, I can achieve this, I can do this, I can do that, politicians, kings and so on and so forth. These are one kind of people these people approach. The second kind of people that they approach are called Swamis and Sadhus. They are always wearing white color clothes, orange color clothes, all different kind of clothes. These are the people who are actually selling selling all kinds of spiritual stuff. Whether it is spiritual or not is a different issue. I can definitely purchase a book and sell it to you. So I can say I can I can say no this is a very good book you can take it it is a bookseller's job isn't it in the same way I can sell flowers I become a flower vendor the flowers may be going finally to the divine Lord does not matter but for, what is that that person doing he is making money out of these things which is by selling God he is doing something so these are worse than atheist atheists are at least denying God they are saying there is no God in this world. But these people are making money in the name of God. So like you have these evangelists, other people who will will build, you know, temples and churches and all these kind of various stuff, you know. I was seeing something which uh, I saw yesterday rather. (coughs) There is one particular person who has built a 14 million dollar church. And it's a very, very rich community. It's got from 5,000 or so people who attend it. And it's a very rich place. And he is using the holy book to incite the people into doing something. That is something which you should avoid. Because this kind of soul gets trapped with this kind of people. They sell them false doctrines. False doctrines using the same name of God. It is like you will find that people will say a mantra and the mantra may you be know, very very uh, related to God but with that they are doing something wrong the mantra which is used for the purpose of doing something wrong so he does not receive benefits from them either in the present or in the future that person says I am going to give you a very beautiful future whereas he is not going to get a single benefit from such kind of people The misguided soul can also approach some such kind of sadhus, swamis, etc. who preach against the principles. He does not receive benefits from any of them. In the material world, when the conditioned soul cannot arrange for his own maintenance, despite exploiting others, he tries to exploit his own father or son, taking away their relative's positions, although they may be insignificant. If he cannot acquire things from his father, son or other relatives, he is prepared to give them all kinds of trouble. Now in the material world there are various kinds of people, what do they do? If you cannot get from outsiders then you want to go and milk your parents also or your children also. Wherever possible you have to get the money from and if you don't get then you trouble those people. In this world family life is exactly like a blazing fire in the forest. This is not the least happiness, there is not the least happiness and gradually one becomes more and more implicated in unhappiness. In household household life, there is nothing favorable for perpetual happiness. Being implicated in home life, the conditioned soul is burned by the fire of lamentation. Sometimes he condemns himself as being very unfortunate and sometimes he claims that he suffers because he performed no pious activities in his previous life. Now, when you get into what is called as a family life, a family life is before you get into it you always think that it is such a wonderful thing and you have been always you know brainwashed into thinking that marriage and family and all that is such a wonderful world out there. So what do you do? You get into that activity. And once you get into it, there is no happiness there, there is only lamentation. A person may be happy for a few days, after that what happens? Is back to where you, you didn't even want to go. So it is all about I want money, I want this, I want that. It's all about desires, wants, needs, and you have to wear yourself out for all these people. Everybody. The wife has to wear out for the husband and the children and the family members, in-laws, and everybody. And the man has to wear out for his wife, his children, his again, laws, in-laws, and his own parents and relatives and Especially his own house, his own house, his home that he he calls it a home. I don't know why he calls it a home. It's more like a burden to him rather than a home. So it is like a house, you know, he is literally there. Like tomorrow, if the person stops giving money, or tomorrow, if the person says, I don't have the money to pay, what happens? He will get thrown out because the family finds him as a useless person. He doesn't, they don't want to keep such type of a person who is going to be a burden on the household. So that is the reason why he suffers. Because, and what does he give reasons? He says the reasons is because I must have done something wrong in my previous life. So he starts giving all kinds of reasons. Government men are always like carnivorous demons called rakshasas. You know how many times I have been telling you all this? But, you know, nobody has believed. We all think, you know, that what I am saying is from my own head. I am sorry, it is there now. Now at least you can have to believe it. The word got printed before my my brain got printed. The <laughs> <laughs> so government are always like carnivorous demons called Rakshasas. Sometimes these government men turn against the conditioned soul and take away all his accumulated wealth. Being bereft of this life's reserved wealth, The conditioned soul loses all enthusiasm, indeed it is as though he loses his life. We keep on talking about taxes, we keep on talking about government is taking away this from us and that from us and so many other things. Then you will say I have to pay bribes, I have to go and grease somebody's hands, I have to do this and I have to do that. And you are not only working for your family, now you are working for the government as well. Where are you working for yourself? All money that comes in, either you are paying to your family for their upkeep or you are paying to the government or you are paying taxes, you are paying this, you are paying bribes and you are paying every other person except your own self. Think about it. You may be earning a thousand rupees, you will be spending two thousand rupees because you know the government people and other people are definitely going to come and say, you know, oh, you owe us so much. So we say, you know, in, in Hindi there was one very beautiful poetry, I mean, a song which says, Aam Athanni Kharcha rupaiya, Means, Aam Means you are earning about 50 paisa and your expenses are 1 rupee. So what do you do? It is double the amount of expenses. Everywhere it is the same story. I think this story has never changed. For this last, I think, uh, how many thousands of years, in 7,000 years, the story hasn't changed at all, one bit. So I think we are still doing the same chapter which those people must have done at that time. Hmm. So, sometimes a government men turn against conditioned souls and take away his accumulated wealth. Accumulated wealth, now think about it. If somebody dies in the family and leaves behind a property for you, you are the worst character over there by the way. You know why? <laughs> because at the end of the day, you'll have to pay taxes on top of something that you have received. Not even received. Even before you have received, you're supposed to pay them taxes. So it is called I think wealth tax or I don't know what all it's called is gift tax and God knows how many other taxes that this. So, so now you can understand, you know, these government men are like carnivorous demons called rakshasas. It's a very beautiful statement. I think we should make it like a headline statement for our blogs or something like that. <laughs> and we say, you know, I didn't say this, okay? You, you go and talk to Mr. Parikshit. He said it or maybe he's, uh, you know, Sukhdev Goswami said it. <laughs> Sometimes the conditioned soul. Imagine that his father or grandfather has again come up in the form of a son or a grandson. How many times have we heard this sentence, you know? You understand this sentence? Yes, come as my son and my grandson. Wow! In this way he feels happiness one, one sometimes feels in a dream. And the conditioned soul sometimes takes pleasures in such mental concoctions. We do these kind of mental concoctions. You know, the old people will look at your child and say, Oh, he looks exactly like my grandfather. Your, your father, that means, was already a devil and you were are already cursing my small baby to become a bigger devil than him. Look, <laughs> So these are nothing but mental concoctions. You should never listen to all these things. The reason is because... There is nothing like that. You think that, that that soul got transported into this fellow, is it? Huh? As if a free rakata udar se bottle It's nothing like a bottle of uh, soft drink or something that you are drinking, you know. Nothing like that. There is nothing called a has come from one place to the other. In household life, one is ordered to execute many yagyas and fruitive activities, especially the vivaha yagya. Okay, Vivaha Yagya, this is a very dangerous subject again. For the, the marriage ceremony of the sons and the daughters and the sacred thread ceremony, these are the duties of grastha and they are very extensive and troublesome to execute. They are compared to a big hill over which one must cross when one is attached to the material activities. A person desirous to cross over the ritualistic ceremonies certainly feels pain like the piercing of thorns and pebbles endured by one accepting to climb a hill. Thus the conditioned soul suffers unlimitedly. Here, we have somebody from the divine realm telling us that all these kinds of rites and rituals for the wedding or for thread ceremony are bullshit and nonsense. And in your material world, everybody says It is important to do saptapadi. it is important to go to church and get married, it is important to do this. Sir, meter down house maybe, low. Okay, the Upanayana ceremony, you know, the thread ceremony. Even in Mar Bar Mizwa, in Jewish Judaism it's called. Okay, in Christianity also there is a ceremony where, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it. Baptism. Baptism, is it? I don't know. But that particular ceremony is celebrated so that somebody is making money out of it. Somebody is going and you are the guy who is going to get hurt very badly. Because you know your yeah communion. Your 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 pockets are going to be empty and you have to buy, you know, rob somebody else's pocket before that. <laughs> that means you have to take loans. Nothing happens. Remember, a marriage doesn't happen with your own money. If somebody is doing marriage with somebody's own money, you know, I think that person has lost his marbles over there. Or he is, he is literally robbing his own pocket. Imagine you are putting your hand in your own pocket. I am robbing myself. Low. So marriage ceremony, that communion or whatever upanayana ceremony or all that. Here Sukhdev Goswami is telling Parikshit. 7000 years ago he is telling him all this is bullshit and nonsense. Can you please drop this whole thing? Don't get into all these things. Sometimes, due to bodily hunger and thirst, the conditioned soul becomes so disturbed that he loses his patience and becomes angry with his own beloved son's wife, daughters. Thus, being unkind to them, he suffers all the more. No need of an explanation. Sukdev Goswami continued speaking to Maharaj Parikshit. My dear king, sleep is exactly like a python. Those who wander in the forest of material life are always devoured by the python of sleep. Being bitten by the python, they always remain in the darkness of ignorance they are like dead bodies thrown in the distant forest thus the conditioned soul cannot understand what is going on in life we are literally like you know sleepwalking through the whole process somebody says something i mean um, those who have actually gone through certain ceremonies in life you will understand whether it is a nuptials a marriage a death ceremony or uh, You know your communion also or maybe the first time you go to church, I don't know what all things you do or you go to some temples and you know all those places, that person starts with one big list of things to do. You have to do this, you have to buy this, you have to give this, you have to do that, give money over here, give money over there, give money over there and as many undies that you find now over there, you are supposed to put money in that. You should go with a big hole in the pocket and say, no, money, please kindly put it over here. I'll sue my pocket. It's it's a useless thing, you know. So person who sleepwalks through this whole thing. You are literally conned into doing everything in the world. You have to do it like this. You see, if you don't do like this, no, this is not going to happen or that is not going to happen. I mean, strangely, you know, in my case also, you know, when I was sitting for my marriage ceremony, the person is asking me, "Oh, have you have you done this uh, birth? What do you call that? Uh, yeah, open a, a ceremony." I said, "I'm sorry, I don't even know what that is." "No, no, no, we got to do it just now." I said, "Yeah, what what happens with that?" So he brought some three threads or something like that, and he, and he said something, and he put the threads around me. So ho गया. अभी next शादी करते I just kept on laughing my head off, you know. I, if you actually see my wedding photograph, they are full of fun over there, you know, because I didn't understand what the hell I was doing. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know, if you are sleepwalking through the whole ceremony, we don't even know what they are. We are like a balika bakra. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Everybody is a balika bakra. Whether you are going for your own wedding, or whether you are going for your own death ceremony also, you are a balika bakra everywhere. You know? It's a very strange phenomena. Uh, you better have money before you die. Otherwise, uh, you don't know what is going to happen. Yeah, it's it's such a stupid phenomena. If you don't have money to, if you are dead, you know, then nobody knows what your body is supposed to do with the body. It is such a ridiculous thing. Okay, maybe they should put us in some one big khadda and make a bloody mincemeat of it or something like that. That also they will charge you for. So you better have money even when you are dying, okay? So you better be careful. So this is all this is being told to you. We have to sleepwalk through this whole thing. In the forest of the material world, the conditioned soul is sometimes bitten by envious enemies which are compared to serpents and other creatures. Though the tricks of the enemy, the conditioned soul falls into the prestigious positions. Being anxious, he cannot even sleep properly. He thus becomes more and more unhappy and he gradually loses his intelligence and consciousness. In this state, he becomes perpetually like a blind man who has fallen into the dark world of ignorance. This happens, I mean, now I can tell both of y'all who are having children. You know, when you have children, you want a prestigious school. My son is going to XYZ public institution. Run by the richest people in in the whole bloody country. So you want to send your children to the richest place. First, you see your pocket, you can't even send to the municipality next door, and you want to send him to that place. Okay. And to keep up with the Jonases, you know, Jonasis means your neighbor who is sending his. You have to do that. Hello, Karlobath. And then what happens after that? Then you know, even the pencil box, I mean, I don't know whether they use pencil nowadays or whether they use iPads. Whatever that they use, okay? In in olden times, the pencil box also had to come from a specific place, okay? The, the shoes have to come from one place, the socks have to come from one place. Otherwise, you cannot live in that bloody society. It is full of this kind of things. Living with the Joneses. So it is an envious position, you know? This person is having extra thing. Okay, you cannot have. I also need to have. And it all starts in comparison in school. The comparison in school. I mean during my times I still remember the you know at that time we used to get one rupee ball, uh, one rupee pens. They were called pilot pens. I don't know whether you all remember. Pilot pens used to be very expensive. Other pens we used to get were you know 30 paisa and forty paisa. Now paisas nowadays nobody remembers paisas. But pilot pen was 1 rupee and then it became 10 rupees. And these pens became 1 rupee and it, for us it was a very big amount. Oh, he has pilot pen, I don't have. So I got to have a pilot pen. And that person will say, What ah, do pilot? I have a German hai na, ka rubber. Hai. <laughs> oh my god, a Stedler rubber, wow! <laughs> and then the, then they came the Japanese rubbers, okay? Scented rubbers. So everybody needed scented rubbers. So it became like a like a fight you know, in the school. centered mere This is what is called keeping up with the Jonases. It starts from school. Your own children are going to do it. You have done it. Everybody has done it. Your own children are going to do it. And they are going to keep a gun against your head and dad, he's got iPad, he's got this, he's got that. I also want. look Yeah. Okay. Sherari. <laughs> okay so that you remember that picture is there right. where ferrari ki sawari that fellow has to go and get a ferrari for himself okay sachin sachin ki ferrari so think about it it is it is as bad as that so imagine during those times also it was the same story there is no difference between us and them Okay, except they didn't have a Ferrari, their Ferrari must have been some uh, golden, uh, you know, chariots or something like that. With two fancy horses driving it, eee! and one nice driver over there. Tell me, driver have to a A handsome dude, you know. Okay. a uh, uh, wife will tell me, i Imagine, a handsome dude driving in a very nice chariot, in some times. <laughs> and today, I'm just going for shopping in my ferrari, lo, it sounds so stupid, but this is what we finally come to, you know (laughs) so, the conditioned soul is sometimes attracted to little happiness derived from sense gratification now we are going to listen to something which today is a very big bane, we think, you know that today we are going through this, sorry, we went through it 7000 years ago thus, he has illicit sex or steals another's property At such times he may be arrested by the government or chastised by the woman's husband or protector. Thus simply, for a little material satisfaction, he falls into hellish conditions and is put into jail for rape, kidnapping, theft and so forth. Can you imagine, even during those times, rape these that all the things that we are talking about in today's headline news, in all the newspapers, all the channels, same thing was there at that time as well. Learned scholars and transcendentalists therefore condemn the materialistic part of fruitive activity because it is the original source and the breeding ground of material miseries, both in this life and in the next. Now you know where dengue comes from. The breeding ground. All this is nothing but you know very nice, nice mosquitoes give you dengue, and bad mosquitoes gives you malaria and typhoid. Okay. Those are the guys with black wings, like that. And somebody with the white wings, maybe any like an angel, he'll say, I'll give you dengue and go. Think about it. This kind of breeding ground is there, even during those times. And the learned scholars, means those who are on the path of the spiritual, they will tell you, can you just drop this? What is this that you are running after? At the end of the day, you are still going to be the most unhappiest person, even when the time of death. Okay. Hmm. It reminds me of a joke. Yes, yes, you will want a joke. Okay. Uh, there is this old man, you know, he is... He likes to eat all nice stuff. All beautiful stuff. And uh, like the show in the Vikkhu Vajralthi, karke torta. Like that old man breaking that uh, big uh, uh, sugar cane. Like that this old man is there, some 70-75 years old. So what happens is uh, he, now he cannot eat, so he gets dentures. So he gets dentures. And uh, one day it so happens that while eating something happens and his dentures disappear. Okay. And this guy can never stop yacking off you know tata 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 tata, he's always always on that. Finally, when they take him to the doctor and they do an x-ray, okay. So at that point in time the nurse comes back with that thing and says he says, This guy is your old patient, okay? Okay. Well, he was on the Okay, his dentures are there in his ass, man. Come on, don't tell me you don't know. (laughs) It's a dirty joke, sorry. So, means he he bites off, like that, you know. So, a man, even when he's old, is not leaving his habits. Till the last day of his life, he is still hoping and wanting to eat, drink, do this, do that, so many things. The giving the giving up never happens. The person is always running after something or the other. Stealing or cheating, another person out of his money, the condition soul somehow or the other, keeps in his possession and ex- escapes punishment. Then another man named Devdatta cheats him and takes the money away. Similarly, another man named Vishnumitra steals the money from Devdatta and takes it away. These are just some examples. Okay. In any case, the money does not stay in one place. It passes from one hand to the other. Ultimately, no one can enjoy the money and it remains the property of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You know, money never stays with anybody. You know this, no, for sure. I think by now you have really understood this meaning very clearly. Money is like, you know, water. It's like it goes away from one person's hand to another, to another, to another. Finally, nobody knows where it has gone also. Think about it, what you earned last year, where did it go? I can only give you an account statement. Beyond that, Oh, I paid the builder so much, I paid this one so much, I paid that. Now you think that money is with the builder, is it? It's not even with the builder. It's gone somewhere else. You ask the builder, you show me your book of accounts, he will say, oh I paid to this mason, and I paid to this uh, cement fellow, and I paid to this brick fellow. You go and ask this cement fellow, where is the money? He will say, you think I have it. I gave it to the company from where I bought it. You go to the company and ask them, where is the money? Oh nothing, we paid the salaries. And we paid for the raw material. And the cycle goes on, you know, salaries. Finally someday again the cycle comes back to you and next month you are again standing in hand for the salary. So the money is never around. So you know where the money is actually, no? Mm. So being unable to protect himself from the threefold miseries of material existence, the conditioned soul becomes very morose and lives a life of lamentations. These threefold miseries are misery suffered from mental calamity at the hands of the demigods that is such as freezing winds and scorching heats, miseries offered by other living entities and miseries arising from the mind and the bodies themselves. And as far as a transaction, transaction with money are concerned, if one person cheats another by a farthing or a less, they become enemies. Even a small farthing, even one rupee. Imagine if you do not give, you, do you know you cannot close your books even if there is a 50 paisa balance in your account. It's not allowed. You have to write it off or you have to put your 50 paisa inside somewhere and square the whole thing off. It's the same thing with human beings. Even the one rupee may be outstanding, you will get into trouble. You cannot do like that, you cannot. No way can you do this kind of a thing. So where is the question of having a farthing or something like that? Now, now when they were talking about these demigods and stuff like that, I am reminded, yes, today in the morning we were watching a serial. The serial was this uh, madhav okay, uh, Shivji's serial. In that, there was one person, uh, he goes to Brahmaji and asks for some vardhan and stuff like that, okay. And he becomes a very powerful demon, a demon god, what's his name? Lohitanga. Uh, Lohi. Lohitanga. Lohitanga, Lohitanga was the name of this guy. And Shivji is saying, you know, this guy, I don't know, he's a nice fellow, he always takes my name, but he, he, he takes my name in Gali's, by the way. Gali's, he gives, he gives all bad words every now and then. Now, played by the same hero, the hero is playing the villain as well, same person is doing the two roles. So he says, you know, this guy, he always talks like this and he's like that. He is very dear to me, because at least Gali me toh mera naam leta hai. So the Lord is talking like this. So finally, they showed one small snippet where he is shown that Shivji, he is going to fight this guy. And finally, he creates an entity called Kali. Kali, you know na? Kali. And Kali then fights this guy and kills him. Now you go and tell your children this story. Okay? And they say, Kali this... They will think you have gone mad. They will think you are talking bullshit and nonsense. What Kali, what Rakshasas and all. See this line is so very beautiful. These threefold miseries are miseries suffered by mental calamity at the hands of demigods. The mental calamity is at the hands of demigods. What is this? So let me give you this today morning's example. Think of the name of the person. Shivji, main character. Okay? Second character, Kalima. Okay, she is going to defeat this guy and kill him. Lohitan. Lohitam. Tanga. Lohi Tanga. This person is that great Rakshasa. All like that. So where is this Rakshasa? Where is this Shivji? Where is this Kalima? And where is this thing? you really wonder, you know, your head is going for a toss. And you really wonder, yeah, esa sab nahi in dunya mein. Then I said, don't go outside. Now you read in the line over here, the demigods and everything is inside of you. Now I will show you how it is. What is the name of that person? Lohit Tanga. Lohit means, Loha means, iron. Anga means body. Iron body. What is there in the body which is made of iron? Hemoglobin. You know hemoglobin very well. Now, this guy has the capacity of creating an entire army of demons in the body. We are talking about the body, we are not talking about some other place, okay? What are the demons? If the cells, the red blood capucals, keep on multiplying at a fabulous rate you know what you are going to finally end up with it is called blood cancer isn't it cancer no it is a cancer of cell unnatural multiplication of the blood cells is called blood cancer or what do you call it leuko leukemia, leukemia. isn't it so who is the one who can take care of the leukemia kalima Remember the story Kali Ma Shivji. Shivji he lives in the Netherworld over here. He's a cool guy, cool dude. Creating Kali. Kali is his half portion. Half. Remember, you have the Ardhanarishwar Swaroop, isn't it? Shakti. Shakti. The power of the mind, the power of the brain that is there. That is what we are going to talk about. She is the power within us the power within us to get rid of this kind of devils what does she do? have you seen the tongue of Kali? it's a long tongue like that and Kali has a very great special feature we have models with special features you know. so we have gods with special features special feature is in the book where we do this Navratri festival you know? Huh? Yeah, Devi Mahatmyam. What does she do? There is a character called Rakta Bij. Rakta Bij. Rakta Bij. You know? Rakta again. Rakta means blood. Beej. Hmm. So, this guy, he cannot be killed. If one drop of blood drops on the ground, another Rakshasa comes over there. Another drop of blood drops. So, you cannot allow his blood to be dropped on the ground. So, what does she do? She just sucks his blood out. Imagine her doing that. That is the characteristic of Kali. She can completely make a person fully devoid of any blood. So what happens? This quality that is there within us, of Kali, to destroy this kind of problems in our blood, it is nothing but those kind of antibodies which are created in our blood, which can make this kind of multiplication of blood cells, become lesser and get rid of this thing which we call as cancer. So think about it our own body has got regenerative capacities and we are searching for answers all over the world we can come up with chemotherapy and every other therapy in the world I don't care radiation and whatnot. but at the end of the day maybe a couple of hundreds of years from now people will find the solution right there where we are in our own bodies the solution is right there sitting somewhere it just needs a trigger so did you understand? there is nothing outside shivji is inside you the drohitanga is also inside lohitanga the kali is also inside of you the durga is inside of you every demon and every god is living inside of you Whether you see it from our religion perspective, that is the Hinduism or you see it from Christianity or any other religion in the world everything is within you The kingdom of God is within you Don't go searching for it outside So understand, so this is the meaning of the words So as far as transactions with money are concerned If one person cheats another by a farthing or less, they become enemies In this materialistic life, there are many difficulties As I have just mentioned and all of these are insurmountable in addition there are difficulties arising from the so-called happiness, distress, attachment, hate, fear, false prestige, illusion, madness, lamentations, bewilderment, greed, envy, enmity, insult, hunger, thirst, tribulations, disease, birth, old age, death. All these combined together give the materialistic condition soul nothing but misery. So have you seen? In this so-called happiness is also nothing but misery. Distress, attachment, hate, fear, false prestige, everything is nothing but misery. So the conditioned soul gets into this kind of a miserable condition. Sometimes the conditioned soul is attracted by illusion personified, his wife or his girlfriend, and becomes eager to be embraced by a woman. Thus he loses his intelligence as well as knowledge in good life. At that time, no longer attempting spiritual cultivation, he becomes overly attached to his wife or girlfriend and tries to provide her with a suitable apartment. Again he becomes very busy under the shelter of his home and is captivated by talks, glances and activities of his wife and children. In this way, he loses his Krishna consciousness and throws himself into the dense darkness of material existence. Do I have to explain? No. (laughs) So, I think, the book is saying so, okay? I have to punctuate it. The personal weapon used by Lord Krishna, the disc is called the Hari Chakra. That is that Sudarshan Chakra, you know? This Chakra is the wheel of time. It expands from the beginning of the atoms of the time of Brahma's death and it controls all activities. It is always revolving and spending the lives of the living entities from Lord Brahma down to an insignificant blade of grass. Thus one changes from infancy to childhood to youth to maturity and thus one approaches the end of life. It is impossible to check this wheel of time. This wheel is very exacting because it is a personal weapon of the Personality of Godhead. Sometimes the conditioned soul fearing the approach of death wants to worship someone who can save him from imminent danger. Yet he does not care for the Supreme Personality of Godhead whose weapon is the indefatigable time factor. The conditioned soul instead takes shelter of a man-made god described as in unauthorized scriptures. Such gods are like buzzards, vultures, herons and crows. Vedic scriptures do not refer to them. Imminent death is like an attack of a lion and another vulture, buzzard, crow nor herons can save them from such an attack. One who takes shelter in unauthorized man-made god can be saved from the clutches of death this is what happens a human being gets trapped into all these material worldly things finally what he does he turns towards false gods those who give them a promise that don't worry I will take you out of this my fees are only a few lakh of rupees maybe no no, it's nothing you just have to pay give 25 tolas of sona to me or maybe a couple of lakhs of rupees then maybe I will help you if there is such a type of a god I think you should leave him There is no point in going to such a type of a god or a person or a place where you are going to get fleeced literally. So, the pseudo swamis, the pseudo swamis, yogis and incarnations who do not believe in the supreme personality of godhead are known as pashandis. They are the ones who are going to do bulbulaya to you. Okay, They are going to brainwash you. They themselves have fallen and cheated because they do not know the real path of spiritual advancement and whoever goes to them is certainly cheated in this turn. When one is thus cheated, he sometimes takes shelter in the real followers of Vedic principles, that is those who are the followers of Krishna consciousness, basically they, the devotees of the Lord, who teach everyone how to worship the Supreme Personality of God according to the Vedic rituals. However, being unable to stick to this principle, these rascals again fall down and take shelter among Shudras, who are very expert at making arrangements for sex indulgence. Sex is very prominent among animals like monkeys and people who are enlivened by sex can be called descendants of the monkeys. Here we have Charles Darwin. So before Charles Darwin could say, here the person has already told us, we are descendants from monkeys. The Shudras are the descendants Actually, when people think, you know, the are the descendant of monkeys, it's going to sound very, very wrong. There is nothing like that. This book also talks about the same thing, evolution. It's only when a soul gets evolved, soul, soul does not mean this soul, soul, but the person gets evolved, that a person becomes a human being. Then he has a chance of getting out of it. Otherwise, you are still going to be loitering around in that. Maybe you will fall down and become a... monkey or lower than that okay in this way the descendants of the monkey intermingle with each other so here the theory of evolution is there and they are generally known as shudras you can't can you use these words outside can we tell some of the newspapers or these words are written in the book you need to at least you know print them and say this is what it means Nobody will want to know this because they will think that we are talking nonsense. Okay, without hesitating they live and move freely not knowing the goal in life. They are captivated simply by seeing the faces of one another which reminds them of sense gratification. They are always engaged in material activities known as Gramyakarana and they work for the material benefits. They forget completely that one day their small lifespan will be finished and they will be degraded in the evolutionary cycle. They are going to get degraded in the evolutionary cycle. So when I keep on saying you know that you are going to become a dog or an elephant or maybe something like that or maybe you are going to become a snake or a kida makoda or a mosquito. That's what he means. Okay, You are going to come down on the evolutionary cycle. So someday we have to tell Darwin that there is an evolutionary cycle which goes this way and the something which comes down also. See in his world a monkey became a man. Why not man become a monkey? That cycle may also be there. We call it devolutionary cycle. No, devolving. This is called evolution, that's called devolution. Isn't it? So this theory has not been propounded. Maybe this book should one day come out and say, you know, this is what it means. Just as a monkey jumps from one tree to another, The conditioned soul jumps from one body to another as the monkey is ultimately captured by the hunter and unable to get out of the captivity. The conditioned soul, being captivated by momentary sex pleasures, becomes attached to different types of bodies and is engaged in the family life. Family life affords the conditioned soul a festival of momentary sex pleasures and thus is completely unable to get out of the material clutches. In this material world, when the conditioned soul forgets the relationship between Krishna and does not care for Krishna consciousness. He simply engages in different types of mischievous and sinful activities. He is then subjected to threefold miseries and out of fear of the elephant of death, he falls into the darkness found in the mountain cave. The conditioned soul suffers such miserable bodily conditions such as being affected by severe cold and strong winds. He suffers due to the activities of other living beings and due to material disturbances. When he is unable to counteract them and has to remain in miserable condition, he naturally becomes very morose because he wants to enjoy material facilities. Sometimes conditioned souls exchange money but in due course of time, enmity arises because of cheating. Although there may be a tiny profit, the conditioned soul ceases to be friends and becomes enemies. Sometimes having no money, the conditioned soul does not get sufficient accommodation Sometimes he doesn't even have a place to sit nor does he have other necessities in the other words he falls into scarcity and at that time when he is unable to secure the necessities by fair means he decides to seize the property of others unfailing fairly and when he cannot get the things he wants he simply receives insults from others and thus becomes very morose So conditioned soul finally those who don't have any money what do they happen? This line has clearly told you Although people may be enemies, in order to fulfill their desires again and again, they sometimes get married. Unfortunately, these marriages do not last very long and the people involved are separated again by divorce or other means. 7,000 years ago, there was divorces. (laughs) Doesn't it tell you something that there is nothing new in this book? I mean, today we are are reading the book as if it is today's story only. (laughs) So, remarriages and divorces, were an accepted fact even during those times (sighs) Oh, it's still a long way to go so I think we can stop over here because I don't think we should continue it's a long chapter so marriages and divorces are also a part and parcel of our living you know the story that we are actually going through it doesn't sound like as if we are, we are talking about 7000 years ago. It talks about everything as if happening just now. There is nothing new. We are still talking about, you know, all the facilities that we had. We are talking about Darwin. We are talking about evolution. We are talking about people becoming monkeys and monkeys becoming people. We are talking about buying stuff. The only difference is instead of Ferrari, there is a chariot. Only difference is that. But at least this is a very shiny vehicle and that was also a very shiny vehicle. Maybe today Ferrari you will not want to give even your driver to drive. You know. But in ancient times at least they had the golden chariot. Some nice guy would be driving it. Okay. So everything is the same just the way it is. And even today after 7000 years the man still has not understood what it is all about. I am saying 7000 I don't even know how old this book is so we just have to be careful and we just have to get out of these loops in the system alright so I shall end over here if you have any questions you can ask me after just after the beep